Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives, as well as the philosophy of creativity. This week, we are talking about creative anxiety and how to overcome it. This is the first part in a three-part mini-series. If you're not sure what that means, then let's just get into it, eh? Wiggle fingers. advertising time no i'm not selling anything to you except for the experience of wonderful locally sourced art the lost boys collective is a business i built with the help of 11 of my favorite illustrators the lost boys are all australian based and some of the best up and comers in the illustration game here in oz our members consist of the illustrious jackson caspers who as you all know has been on the podcast here before the legend that is boss logic who has been featured on not only marvel's uh, licensing, but he was just on Joe Rogan's uh, Instagram. The freakishly gorgeous Austin Mengler, the master of fantasy, Melvin Chan, the bread guy, Kieran Jack of the Halftone Effect podcast and Halftone Productions, the king of the inks, Cam Milo Di Pietro Antonio, aka Instacam, one half of the Mumble Boys, Rui Macarico, aka Red Unit Inc., the D&D artisan himself, Will Lehman, the head destroyer, Paldo Wars, the Neon Knight, Keith Stanley, aka Blank Canvas Designs, um, the former host of Draw It Out, and the, co- and the new host of Bad Casting, the King of the Portrait, Matt Combs, and myself, the Lemonade Maker, Jordan Morpeth. You can find all that the Lost Boys are doing at our home base, Instagram, at the Lost Boys Collective. That's at The Lost Boys Collective. I want to thank all of The Lost Boys as this podcast is brought to you by The Lost Boys Collective. From all The Lost Boys, thank you for your support and stay tuned to our Instagram as we have plenty of new dope art to come, particularly a Batman piece for 80th anniversary. All right, uh, one last thing to advertise, The Lemonade Stand. What's the Lemonade Stand? This episode is also brought to you by the Lemonade Stand. Lemonade Stand is a business that keeps all of my work together in one place. The Lemonade Stand is an online and offline tree that Jordan Morpathart and Making Lemonade branch off of. You can find the Lemonade Stand online at www.thelemonadestand.store where I am selling, excuse me, all Making Lemonade affiliate products and all of Jordan Morpathart prints and products. We have pins, we have t-shirts, we have hats, we have prints. We have now added my Spider-Man set, also known as Spider Senses, if you saw that on my Instagram, Instagram, um, of prints that I collaborated on with my fellow designer and good friend, Mr. Zach Katz Designs. So, there's this guy, right? And he's sitting in the office at his work. He's been sitting there contemplating whether he should go home or actually head to the house he works at. See, he works in the care industry. He works in a group home. 
About three months before this day, he would have already been in the car, singing along to the radio on his way to the house. However, there is a very important part of the story that we are missing, ladies and gentlemen, that will help you fill in the gaps. This man was working one afternoon. It was a Friday afternoon and he was about to clock off. He had about five minutes left in his shift. And you see, he has a kid on the way. His girlfriend is eight months pregnant and he has to do all he can to keep this job because he now has rent, nappies and bills to pay for. This is a day job to him though because his real dream is to become a world-renowned artist. It's a sunny Friday afternoon and he's about to clock off for work for the week. He's counting his clients' money for them as it's part of his job along with a co-worker as they chat and catch up. One of the clients in the house begins to stir. He doesn't seem to like something going on in the home at the time. He's moving with quite a lot of pace and the man begins to feel uneasy. As the client begins muttering ineligibly. All the man can make out are the curse words. His voice begins to get louder and louder as the client gets more and more agitated. And in the blink of an eye, he is screaming at the co-workers, seemingly out of nowhere. And like a flash of light, he begins to run, or rather, he runs towards the now unguarded kitchen, which is about less than 10 meters away from the man and his co-worker. He goes into one of the drawers and pulls out a large cutting knife. <laughs> he begins jabbing it violently in the staff member's direction, as if to threaten them with it. This is when the man and his co-worker leap up 
Would it be more accurate? These, they've been up since he pulled the knife out. <laughs> Almost before either of them can do anything about it, the client flips the knife over so that he is holding it in his hand, or rather, so that he's holding the blade in his hand. And he flings it in the man's direction with all of his strength. Barely scraping the man's long sleeve laden arm. And in the commotion, the man runs towards the client to make sure he gets no other weapons. And in a last final plea of defense, the client throws an aerosol can at the man. Which he also barely scrapes off with his forearm as he's now only two meters from the client. This is when the client runs off into his room and slams the door. Now that you have some context, you can understand why the man three months in the future is contemplating just heading home in the car and driving home to his wife or rather his girlfriend and his newborn baby. This man is not however suffering from a little bit of fear. He is in, fa in fact suffering from a crippling anxiety. When he does in fact eventually get into his car and drive off to the group home where he works, he knows he will most likely have a panic attack or something resembling it on the way there. And then when he gets there, he'll be hyper attentive hyper-vigilant and in the sta same state as if he were riding a motorbike at extreme speed or skydiving or bungee jumping or fighting off a lion <laughs> and he knows he will be in this state for the next three hours that he's on shift in this group home. Upon it, this man was me exactly one year ago. And I was living this reality all because the people who were meant to keep me safe did not and they'd neglected both my safety 
and the safety I was entrusted to care for, sorry, and the safety for the people I was entrusted to care for, all to save the face of the company and its overall corporate image. Anxiety for those of you who don't quite understand it or have never experienced it is basically explained best with an everyday example. Um, Where you may be stressed or worried about something, like paying a bill, or maybe your boss is being a dick, this feeling normally subsides for the average person after the situation has passed or has been resolved. However, the person suffering from anxiety will continue to be stressed with no apparent or good reason. Anxiety is not an easy thing to live with. And it can quite literally affect someone's personality and all of their choices. The quality of life for someone with untreated anxiety can be very low and really concerning because every decision they make is based in fear and is not rationally weighed up with all of the possibilities. So in layman's terms, anxiety fucking sucks. It can keep you up late at night, worrying like Chicken Little. The sky may fall. My child may choke on their dummy and die in the night. What if my boss doesn't like me? Will he or she fire me? What if my ex finds out that I like that old photo of theirs? Uh, What if I said that to Sally at work? What if she thinks I'm a bad person? Um, What if I have a car accident or get hit by a car tomorrow? What if I fail that test? What if I get into a fight with my partner? Will they leave me? And so on and so forth. These thoughts seem irrational and hard to live a fulfilling life, fulfilling day, let alone a fulfilling life with, right? Just because they are. One in seven Australians are currently suffering from an anxiety disorder. Which makes about 2.71 million people countrywide, just in Australia. Let alone the fact that the World Health Organization reported back in 2015 that there are an approximate 264 million people suffering worldwide from anxiety. This may not sound like much, but to put it into perspective, that is almost 11 times the Australian population. So yeah, that's fucking huge.
Thank you guys so much for listening and watching if you're watching on YouTube. I love you all so much. I really hope that this can help you guys. Um, I know this one didn't really have any strategies and it was more of a bit of an information, something about my story and stuff like that. But I needed to start there to get to where I'm getting with this series. Um, I know I don't really have any strategies, but if you keep an ear out, um, I'll be having I'll, and an eye out. I will be continuing this series in the coming weeks. Um, however, hopefully just telling you my dealings with anxiety um, and a story of mine, an anecdotal story of mine, um, maybe helps you feel less alone and like there's a light at the end of the tunnel for you. Um, I know stories that I've heard of people who I admire um, or people who I trust or, you know, am a fan of or whatever it may be, um, have helped me, um, help me through my dealings with anxiety. Um, on the next episode in this series, uh, we will be breaking down creative anxiety and some strategies I use and used to overcome it. Um, if you want any more information on this week's question, excuse me, or you missed something and don't want to go back through, feel free to go read the blog version of this on my website at www.jordanmorpathart.com. Click the making and click the making lemonade tab. And don't be afraid to contact me on Instagram at jordanmorpathart. Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, please just take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your stories on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, or wherever you socialize in the world wide web. Also, you can leave a review on iTunes. Please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes and tell all your friends and family because I know there's a lot of you out there who aren't subscribed, who listen to this on a weekly basis and you haven't told your friends and family who would enjoy this. So please, that would really help me out. I would love if you guys could help me out with that. Plus, it's free. Tell them it's free. Uh, it's a podcast. It's free. Um, thank you to all of my weirdos again. I love you weirdos so very much. You don't even understand. I've been your host, Jordan. This has been another episode of Making Lemonade. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay weird. And may the force be with you. Always. Shadows on my wall and all night Hearing voices telling me That I should get some sleep Because tomorrow might be good Or something Hold on I'm feeling like I'm headed for A, a breakdown And I don't know why 
But I'm not crazy, I'm just a little unwell I know right now you can't tell But stay a while and maybe then you'll see A different side of me I'm not crazy, I'm just a little impaired I know right now you don't care But soon enough you're gonna think of me And how I used to be Me Talking to myself in public And dodging glances on the train And I know I know they've all been talking about me I can hear them whisper And it makes me think there must be something wrong With me Out of all the hours thinking Somehow I've lost my mind But I'm not crazy, I'm just a little unwell I know right now you can't tell But stay a while and maybe then you'll see A different side of me I'm not crazy, I'm just a little impaired I know right now you don't care But soon enough you're gonna think of me how I used to be I've been talking in my sleep And pretty soon they'll come to get me Yeah, they're taking me away I'm just a little unwell, I know Right now you can't tell But stay a while and maybe then you'll see A different side of me I'm not crazy, I'm just a little impaired I know right now you don't care But soon enough you're gonna think of me And how I used to be How I used to be I'm just a little unwell A little unwell How I used to be